welcome to the Nutrient Narratives podcast. I am your host, Gigi Naval. This is the place where dietitians and dietetic students share their stories centered around food to all things nutrition in order to inform, empower, and bring some inspiration to your day. It certainly is admirable when a young family makes the decision for one parent to cut back on work so that their young children can have the stability of having a parent with them at all times, especially during the first five years of their lives. My guest on this episode is registered dietitian nutritionist Lindsay Coe. Without a doubt, Lindsay loves being a dietitian and working with people, but How did she arrive at deciding to stay home for a while? You'll find out in a few minutes. Currently, Lindsay loves working one day a week at a local outpatient center, while the rest of her time is dedicated to her two adorable children. Well, hello, Lindsay. Welcome to the Nutra Narratives podcast. I am so happy you are here with me today. Thank you for inviting me. This is wonderful. Yay! There is so much to catch up on with you. I saw you once briefly a few weeks ago, but I know you've been doing so much in the past few years, and I would love for you to share your story. But let's back up. And uh, when you graduated from Loma Linda several years ago now, um, what year was that? Um, I graduated at the end of 2011. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. I know. I can't believe it's been that long. (laughs) In my mind, I'm like, oh, four or five years ago. (laughs) I know. I know. Every time I think about it, I'm like, how is that possible? Yes. Wow. Okay. So what have you done since then as far as being a dietitian? So um, when I first graduated, my first job back, uh, it was in the beginning of 2012, I started working with Rishi Bishi, which is Riverside San Bernardino County Indian Health Inc. So you know why they abbreviate it. It's such a long term. But for short, we just say Indian Health. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Nice. Americans, um, they have their own health care and their own system. So it was really fun. I worked out in San Jacinto. So it was a little bit of a commute, but it was worth it. I really loved being out there. I, I did, let me see here. I wrote it all down. There's so much stuff. So I did, I was in this, the first position I did for two years um, was two days a week. I did WIC and then the other three days a week, I was just a general dietitian. Okay. Um, so I saw patients from the clinic. I taught cooking classes taught group nutrition classes, basically anything they needed. And then the other two days a week, I saw the patients that they had for WIC. Yeah. But that was a great combination though, because you got to do so many different things. It was amazing. It was like the best first job because it was just, it was really a little bit of everything like nutrition counseling and Mm -hmm. um, like the whole WIC world was really fun to learn about. Ah. And um, it was really fun to be a part of the Native American community and learn about that population specifically and just cooking. Class. I mean, it was just everything. It was, it was a really fun job. Yeah. So how long were you there? So I did that job for two years. And then right when it was funny. So a new, a new position opened up within Indian Health with the diabetes department. 
Oh. And it seemed like something that was really interesting to me. So I thought, well, I'm just going to apply. I don't know if I'll get it, but it was, I applied like three days before I got married. Oh, <laughs> so you did? No way. I was really <laughs> rushed with like all this stuff and it just kind of opened. And one of my coworkers was like, why don't you apply? I was like, yeah, I think that'd be kind of nice. And it's closer to Loma Linda. So I wouldn't have to drive as much. Um, but at that time I'd actually moved to Beaumont. So anyways, it was, it ended up being the same commute. So I got that job. <laughs> Oh, and you did get it. Yeah, I actually had a phone interview on my honeymoon. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Really random. But I, I love it. Back. Yeah, it was weird. I went off on my honeymoon with one job and I came back with another. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great story right yeah. there. But it was, it was still within the same company. So it wasn't like too much of a change, but the location changed. Mm -hmm. And, um, so my husband and I were able to commute. So that was kind of fun, um, mm -hmm. commute back towards Loma Linda area. And, um, so it was with the diabetes, um, they have a grant for, it's called like diabetes special programs for people with diabetes. Um, and so with that job, I got to do a lot of the same types of things, just counsel, nutrition counseling, one-on-ones. Um, but I also got to do a lot more public health events mm. and then diabetes specific educations and more cooking classes and wow. um, basically just public health, you know, outpatient nutrition. Yes, exactly. Did you enjoy that just the same, like your first job or was it equally the same more or any differences as far as, oh, you know, satisfaction or... You know, it was, I think they were both really fun. Um, the first one, the first position was fun because I, I didn't really know that much about breastfeeding and uh, children nutrition when I started okay. WIC. And so that was a huge blessing to learn that. And then um, I also, when I stepped into the diabetes program, of course, we have a, a basis, you know, of a really good base knowledge in diabetes. But then when you start immersing yourself and you're like whoa I know you know it's really fun to learn even more about diabetes too so it's kind of like two ends of the spectrum wow <laughs> but, yes uh, yeah it was just fun to become a part of a different subculture even within Indian health within you know like the diabetes grant and learning all about that and um yeah I think I think both positions were really fun mm -hmm. um and I was able to grow in different areas. So yeah, I, I was going to say your knowledge base grew in both places. Yes. That is fantastic. And where are you working now? So now I work with Lifestyle Medical. It's uh, an outpatient medical office um, owned by Dr. Dysinger. And it is just a fabulous, fabulous place to work. Mm. That is so wonderful. How did you even find out about the job? How did you know so about it? One of my classmates from Loma Linda actually was working there, and we were good friends when we were in school. And um, I happened to run into her right when I was resigning from my Indian health job. And she was like, oh, hey, I'm working for this other place, and it's really awesome. And so we just kind of, you know, touched base back and forth about her job and all that over the months. And then she texted me one day. She said, hey, I'm actually going to stop working here. It's just a one day a week um, job per diem type of thing. And then, um, well, I guess it's consulting work. So it's a little mm -hmm. bit different. But um, 
she said, hey, would you be interested in working here and taking my place? I said, yes, that would be amazing. I'm full-time at home. I had been at home for eight months. Oh. And so um, I said, one day we could be really, really fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I sent in my resume that day. I was like, hey, I'm super excited about this. I would love the opportunity to work here. And then a month later, I started, I believe it was about a month later. Yeah, I started working there. That was pretty fast still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what makes it so valuable um, other than, yes, you, you get to work one day and still get consulting experience. Is there anything special or different about that particular location or what they do there? Yeah. So their focus is, so all of the providers there are prevention doctors or nurse practitioners. And so they really focus on lifestyle and prevention and getting patients off their medications. And it's really nice to work with providers that have that focus. I love it. It's, yeah. It feels a lot different as a dietitian. Cause that's, you know, we, I would say most dietitians kind of come in with that feeling of like, Hey, we want to work on lifestyle. And sometimes, um, you're the only like, one who has that mindset. <laughs> yeah. And so and it's nice that the patients that go there are also, um, going there because they know that. Uh -huh. and so, um, it makes my job a lot easier because <laughs> they really, they want to be there and they want to make changes and, um, their focus is whole foods, plant-based. And that's something that I'm also very interested in. And, um, so it's just a really nice fit right now. And I get to do a lot of, um, individual projects. There's a lot of, um, back and forth I do with the business manager and he'll say, Hey, Lindsay, can you work on this for us? And so I say, sure. And I just really enjoy doing projects. And so it's, it's a really nice balance of doing projects for them. And then also seeing patients that they have too. Wow. What a, yeah, what a great position to be just loving right now in this season of your life. Yeah. And it's, it's wonderful right now because I can do everything via zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> very much so. Very nice. Yes. So then you mentioned that by the time you had heard about this job for eight months, you had already been at home. And what was the reason why you had been at home for nine, eight months? Yeah. So we had just had our second baby. Um, after our first son, we... Um, I went working from five days down to four days a week. Oh, got it. And it was a really nice balance for us. Um, my son went to daycare two days a week. He went to grandparents two days a week. And then I was with him one day, my one day off a week. Oh, nice. And so it was a really good balance and we were happy with it. And so, you know, when we got pregnant with the second one, we thought, hey, should we keep this up or should we, you know, should I stay home full time? And it was a really big struggle because I love my job. Oh, okay. And, and we'd also moved to Grand Terrace, which is like half a mile from my work. Oh, wow. So it was really difficult. So I prayed like crazy. I remember just praying every single day, like, God, help me to know what to do. I really love my job. And I feel like, I feel like there's a place for me there. I feel like there's, um, there's patients that I really connect with. I have coworkers that I really love there. And it's just a really good place for me. But I also 
really want to be at home with my kids during these first few years. And I don't know, I don't know what to do. So we went back and forth, you know, every time we'd go on family walks with our strollers, we'd like go back and forth. Should we stay home? Should we not stay home? You know, should I stay home? Should I not stay home? And yeah, um, what were Clay's, your husband's thoughts at this time too, when you were trying to bounce this idea in your head? So he was very supportive. He's like, whatever you want to do, like, we'll make it happen. We tried, um, I think we went three months living on one income just to see financially how it would work out. Okay. And so we're like, hey, we can, we can swing it financially for a couple of years if this is what we decide to do. But then, of course, in the back of my mind, it's like, well, if I stop working here, like, I may never find a job that I like as much. Mm. Um, so it was really difficult. And then um, out of the blue one, so this, this is, I feel like it was an answer to prayer. Uh-huh. It yeah. was like, in a, like after one phone call, that I got, I was like, I'm staying home. I just know this is what God wants me to do. Wow. So what happened was, um, it's, it's a long story. So, maybe okay. I <laughs> so basically my position um, had to be full-time, oh. five days a week. And so I talked, um, I found out about it while I was on my maternity leave. And I talked with the HR director and I said, so if I, you know, when I come back from maternity leave, would it still be okay to do the four days a week since I've already been doing it for the last two years? And she said, no, uh, you'll have to come back five days a week. And I just felt like I'm already stressed. I have an extra kid. I don't have her signed up for daycare for an extra day. I have to find an extra day for both of them for daycare. And then I'll have even more stress, less time for, you know, for family meals and for, you know, family time. Right. So I was like, I just can't do it. I'm sorry. I'll have to, I have to resign. Wow. Okay. So I mean, it's, I almost caught, it's almost like God kind of made it easy for you to make that decision. Yeah. I, <laughs> so I was like, please for me, I, I know everyone like kind of, you know, has prayers answered in different ways, but for me, right. I always felt like I have to have peace about this decision. And once I have peace, then I'll know it's the right decision. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I found out, I was like, I don't have peace working there anymore. And so wow. it was just like a clip, you know, like just a flash and it's like, oh, okay. And I just had peace and it was such an easy decision. Wow. Um, yeah, it was crazy. And, and isn't that peace just so, it was like very reassuring that you yeah. really made the right decision. Yeah, and it's hard. It was it was a very difficult decision up until that moment. I don't know, honestly, if that hadn't happened, I don't know what I would have done. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, because I mean, it's not like, it would have been easy if it was a job that you're like, oh, it's okay, or the people that you worked with were, were difficult, but no, it was good all the way around. Yeah, and it was half a mile, like I could walk to work. Oh, God, <laughs> no, oh, no. People, I remember people been even telling me like, "Why are you quitting? Like, you work, you live so close to work." <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. but, but it was, was God's like, will, and you were following God's will. Yeah, I really felt, I really felt impressed to stay home. Mm -hmm. And so you did, and yeah. and your husband supported you in that decision. Yeah, and it was it was really nice because now. Um, my husband always jokes, he's like, you'll find another, another job that you like. And I was like, no, honey, I'll never find another job that I like this much. And then this other job came up and I was like, oh my goodness, I like this even more. 
Wow. <laughs> How could that be possible, really? Yeah. When 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 we when you thought, no, that that's the ultimate dream job, really. How could it get better? And when you're so obedient to God's will, God is like, no, you just wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> I got something. I got something up my sleeve. Yeah, it was. And he was speaking through Clayton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Apparently through my HR director, I guess. Oh, yes. Through your HR director. <laughs> True. And then, and then Clay was like, okay, this is the right decision. Yeah. Yeah. And then so, so then you were at home. You weren't working anymore, but you, you had your first child. You were home full time. What kind of adjustment did you have to make with that? You know, the, so the transition from working, well, I guess it wasn't, it was four days a week after we had our second. Um, okay. The transition, at least from working mostly full time to not just staying at home all the time, it was actually pretty smooth because um, I didn't resign until I was on maternity leave. So oh. I had, I had been on maternity leave. I think it was started in April and then I resigned in July. And oh. so I had already been off just trying to organize life and, you know, make sure, you know, <laughs> make sure we're all surviving and, um, kids were fed and they had baths, you know, <laughs> you got to do your, the basics at that age, you know? Uh -huh. um, and yeah, it wasn't, it actually was, yeah, I just had a lot of peace about it. It wasn't a too big of a yeah. stressful transition at all. Okay. Yes. And because having two kids it's it's a double full-time job yeah it was yeah. it was a lot in the beginning <laughs> with mm -hmm. the second one i didn't realize yeah after the first one i was like i just thought like this is so amazing this is so easy we could have like four kids <laughs> <laughs> and the second one came along and she had um some health issues and so it was like it was like taking care of like five kids oh it was like oh my goodness this is like you know, out of control. So. Wow. wow. That was an adjustment in and of itself. Yeah. So after, after I decided to not go back to work, I'm like, I don't know how I would have gone back to work. Mm -hmm. It was just like so overwhelming. God really needed you to be home with both of them and especially what your daughter was going yeah. through at that time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So then that's when the job with diet dr dysinger came along yeah so i think that came along so i had i had my daughter eden in mm -hmm. april and okay. then i started working with dr dysinger in january of the next year oh, nice fantastic and yeah so how old are your kids now so this month eden turns two oh. and then this summer kaden turns four Oh, already. I know. Oh my. That has gone by so fast. I have absolutely loved watching pictures of them on Facebook growing oh. up. And it's like, how can they be so big now and so full of life and just so cute? Yeah, they're, they are a bundle of fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. So then with your family, what strategies, practices are you implementing at home so that your your kids your husband yourself you're all eating well how are you able to do that for your yeah. family so i have to i'm 
I'm very thankful that I had the opportunity to work with WIC as my first job. <laughs> there so you I've go. A lot. <laughs> it's amazing like how much you don't know until you realize you don't know it. You're like, whoa, there's so many awesome resources and there's just so much information out there. And so while I was working for WIC, I learned about um, a dietitian named Ellen Satter. Uh-huh. Yes. And um, I am just like in awe of all that she does. I've read her. <laughs> I've read her and I read her blog and I'm on her Facebook group and <laughs> all kinds of stuff. And she's, um, would you like me to share about that? Or Yes, I... please. We'd love, yeah, I'm sure the others would love to, to know more about her and what she does. Yeah. So in short, um, she's kind of coined this phrase, um, the, the parents choose the what and the child chooses the how much for oh, eating. Okay. Um, she calls it the, the division of responsibility. And so basically it's this idea of, you know, dividing who is responsible for what when kids are eating. So the parent is, you know, is responsible for choosing what is being, you know, what's being put on the table mm -hmm. and when it's put on the table and what the environment is like. Uh-huh. Uh, so like no screens, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yes. And then the child decides how much or if any at all. Oh. And so when I was working with WIC, it was really easy to tell parents all this information and draw it out and show them pictures. And then when I had my own kids, it was like, oh, this is actually kind of challenging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And, you know, so it's the theory versus the reality. Yeah, yeah. And every time I, I talk about this, it's, it's just really funny to see, you know, when you put things into practice, you start to realize, oh, there's a lot of little questions. I even just emailed another dietitian yesterday a question uh -huh. <laughs> just to kind of see her input. But um, Aww, yeah, that's I, great. Yeah, this is something that we've been um, implementing since our kids were little. Perfect. So, oh, I, I think, love that. And it really takes the stress out of family meals. Mm -hmm. um, it's not this, hey, you got to eat one more bite of that. Or, you know, if you don't do this, you're not going to get dessert. It's just, this is food. We eat food and you decide how much. And what we have is what we have, you know. You know, and this reminds me of, it's, it's like a child's version of intuitive eating. Yes. <laughs> It's yeah. like you're having them honor their hunger and, yes. and feeling their fullness when they're full, they're full, they're done. Yeah. It's like it's that kind of philosophy in a way. Yeah. And it's amazing because kids are born with the ability to do it. Mm -hmm. It's when we don't follow principles of letting them realize it and follow it through yeah. that they start to get away from really listening to their bodies. Wow, there so you go. I would encourage my son, he'll say, oh, I need to eat more to be big and strong. I'm like, yeah, but you need to listen to your body. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kaden. I don't think I even say that at home, but he hears it elsewhere. Like, oh, you got to eat more to be big and strong. I'm like, yeah, you need to eat, but listen to your body. When your body says you're full, you're, you know, you're done. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. There you go. That's a great example. Yeah. Are there any other practices that you do with the family, with the kids, or even with you and Clay, or just you? I think, um, I think just in general, as far as just trying to have wellness, you know, focus on what are our priorities right now. Um, so before we had our second, we, 
we were very idealistic and like, we're going to keep our social life the same. We're going to still do all the same things that we were, you know, we were doing before. And we did pretty well with it. I mean, we were still going to Bible study. We were still doing all the same things we did before. Right. But we, I started noticing like we are not having family meals. Like we're not actually sitting down at the table and like having conversations and having time to relax. Um, so we had to cut out some, we actually stopped going to Bible study. We had to cut out um, some obligations yeah. and, you know, just cause I'm like, our family is worth it. We have to Absolutely. prioritize our kids. Um, I think later down the road, you know, it doesn't mean we can never go back to doing those things, but right now we need to have a really stable routine so that our kids can thrive. And I'm glad we did it. And, you know, in hindsight, my husband's like, Oh man, I didn't even realize how much we were doing until we started cutting back. Um, and we actually, you know, overall, I think there's just like a relief and like a feeling of, okay, life is, (laughs) life is good again. Wow. No, but you know, it is those meal times where, um, a lot of bonding with mom and dad takes place even more. And I'm glad that you really, you and Claire are like, this is our priority our kids spending time with them and the meal time needs to be honored with them. That's so encouraging. Yeah. It's been, it's been a huge blessing. Of course, now we eat every meal together. (laughs) (laughs) Breakfast, lunch, and dinner and all snacks in between. (laughs) Yep. But it's, yeah, I think it's been a really nice, um, difference that we've had in our life over the last, I would say the last two years, we've been focusing on really trying to have dinners together. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really good quality time. And it's a lot of times we try to go for walks after dinner. Oh, um, so that's I really love fun. that. Yeah. So then Lindsay, what about for moms, whether they be a dietitian or not, and they are working full time, but they do have very um, young kids and they're thinking, man, I really should be staying home more, but I really love my job or I'm not sure what the future will hold, will hold if I leave it. What advice do you have for them if they are in that time of just not quite sure, not knowing what to do? Yeah, I, it's definitely a really tough decision. Um, for me, I think, just pray, pray, pray. You know, mm-hmm. I think God knows the direction that you need to go for your family mm-hmm. and having open conversations with your spouse, you know, saying, how could this work? Is it, you know, consider a lot of options, you know, maybe, um, maybe it's cutting back hours at your current job, or maybe it's changing, you know, you can still work from home and just try some, you know, maybe yeah. try to do work from home or just kind of, you know, there's, you know, tons of telehealth options out there. Right. Um, there's just a lot of options, I think. And so looking into seeing what your options are and then talking about it, but most of all, praying about it and really yeah. seeking God's will. I yeah. think that's the biggest part because God knows what is good for your life. And I, I can't say that enough because God has really led my life in so many miraculous ways. Wow. Praying and asking for him to lead is the biggest thing you can do. There you go. Wow. That is excellent. Lindsay, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this, but I do like asking this question to everybody. (laughs) So what is your favorite indulgence? 
food wise. <laughs> oh man, I don't know if I have just one. Okay, as many <laughs> as many as you got. <laughs> yeah, I think I think overall my I would say my absolute favorite is French fries. Oh, guy, that is mine too. Oh my goodness! If only I know, like In and Out. Mine is the plant power French fries. Oh, but those are good too. Yeah. We um we bought an air fryer because I'm like I I could eat French fries every day if <laughs> that's me too. <laughs> that's so me too. <laughs> so I'm like, well, at least it's a little healthier, right? If it's air fryer. There you go. <laughs> but we yeah, we've actually I don't are you familiar with poutines? No. Canadian dish. Uh-uh. So they do, it's like a bed of French fries and then they put all different kinds of toppings. So they'll do gravy, mm-hmm. uh, cheese curds, shredded cheese, like anything, like there's all different mm. kinds of versions. So what we do um, with our air fryer yes. is like kind of like a healthier version of it if we're, because we do it very frequently. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll do some air fryer French fries and then we do, um, we'll do like different ethnic versions i guess like fusion if you that's so cool <laughs> we'll do like a mediterranean poutine or a mexican poutine or korean poutine <laughs> i love that just like all these different variations and it's poutine it's yeah, poutine. yeah okay it's really good like you should you should um if you yeah i have an air fryer i need to venture out and try fun things like oh, that yeah. it's like you basically, as long as you have a sauce, you can put on there and then like some veggies and you, you can go crazy with it. It's really fun. (laughs) Wow. Do you make the sauce yourself? Yeah. So we'll do, um, I mean, if if it's fusion, we'll just like, my husband is from Malaysia and so we do Malaysian poutines. Oh, we make like a curry and then, um, some turmeric green beans and we put on it and um, fried onions. (laughs) Oh guy. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's really good. You can you can do anything with it. Yeah, it sure sounds like it. That's one of the fun things about like doing this Nutri Narratives podcast cuz whoever I've been interviewing everybody has like a great cool thing that they do at home. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm getting great ideas. <laughs> so, very nice. I bet your kids love it too. Oh yeah, they I mean, of course, they would like real French fries if <laughs> um, if we let them have it all the time. And right? I, I would too, you know? Uh-huh. Um, oh, guy, I would too also. Oh, mercy. Oh, man. I know. Mm-hmm. But we, yeah, we love everything. I just made some lemon cookies tonight. <laughs> oh, yum. There you go. Did the kids help? No, I did it while they were um, getting ready for dinner because we were trying to do it in a hurry. Yeah. But. Yeah, sometimes they help. They helped me make some granola yesterday. Oh, how fun. That was fun. (laughs) That is so awesome. Yeah, they're at that age where they're just so curious and wanting to help and they want to learn things. So this is such a perfect time to have them in the kitchen. Oh, yes. I love it. Mm -hmm. So how do you think, um, well, maybe not how do you think, but 
where do you see yourself like in a few years, maybe four or five years when they're a little bit older and they are in school, both of them, do you still see yourself being a mom at home and taking care of them or even if they're going to school or do you think you might start working a little bit more? That's a good question. Um, yeah, I think, so our plan has kind of been like as they transition into more and more school. So Caden is going to start preschool, God willing, if everything opens back up. <laughs> In the fall. In the fall. But he's only going to go two half days. Okay. Um, so, um, you know, I might start picking up more work here and there. So right now I'm doing the contract work. Yes. Um, I might try to increase the contract work and just try to, um, you know, maybe I'll just make that, try to make that into full time. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's so Lies hard to say. Yeah. We, I mean, our, one of our big plans is to do mission work and we really want to do that sometime in the future. We, um, yeah. So I don't know if that's going to be five, 10 years or later down the road, but we'd like to do that at some point in our life. So we'll oh. see what God has in plan. You know, God has Yes, plan. that is so admirable that you and your husband, that is a long-term goal or a goal that is in coming in the future to be able to do mission work. And I know God will use you and your family in a mighty way to be able oh, to serve yeah. people. Yeah, I think it's, it's timing with it is the hard thing because, you know, with kids, you're like, is it better to do before they go to school or when they're a little older? So if you go to, a, you know, a country that's not as safe, like, you know, with kids that are little, it's a little bit more risky. And um, so, yeah, we always go back and forth with the timing, but they're, hey, God's timing is perfect. He'll, he'll open the doors at the right time. And I believe it. Yeah, there you go. I know that you and your husband have always depended on God and just waited for him. And so I know in his timing, he'll open that door wide open to say it's yes. time. <laughs> this is a place to go. <laughs> yes, it's true. So, you know, I look forward to, to seeing where that will be for you and your family. Yeah, me too. Um, God continues to, to use all of you and, um, we look forward to, to that day if Jesus doesn't come by then. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I've always wanted to also interview someone who, you know, has been working full time and then has to now be home with the kids for this time, this season. And I just know that what you shared tonight has been so valuable and those yeah. who will listen will be blessed to hear about oh. your story. So thank you, Lindsay, for taking your time to, to do this with me in this late hour of the evening. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I know for a mom, this hour works well. So <laughs> I know Clayton's in his office doing his work and I'm like, okay, now I can get all my work done. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I hope I get to see you again sometime soon. It was a great treat to see you the other week there during homecoming. And um, may God continue to bless you and all you that you do. Thank you so much. Good to see you and look forward to hearing more about what you're up to. <laughs> yes. Yes. Will do. All righty. Okay. Till next time. May God bless you. Thank you.
Leaning on God's guidance and provisions is how Lindsay and her husband Clayton have always lived by. They both have a ministry together, and please tune into their podcast called the LLA Grounded Podcast. Your children will love listening to the grounded stories on this podcast. So your children will be empowered to learn the values of emotional intelligence, respect, integrity, and grit. Thank you so much for joining us on the Nutri-Narratives podcast. Please join us on another episode. Until then, remember, eat well to live well and stay well. Mm -hmm.